0: Welcome to the Somos Church podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Happy Sunday, beautiful people. I'm pumped. Today we're starting a brand new series called how not to burn out. You know, it's so interesting to me that 89% of Americans are burnt out. And as I was doing this research, I thought to myself, okay, was this last year during COVID? Like, when are these statistics from? And to my surprise, it was from this year, all right? We have been in this year for four months, and 89% of people already feel burnt out. So I'm excited about this series because we are going to talk about how to stop our burnout, what we need in our lives so that we are not emotionally drained, physically drained, mentally, financially. So I want to invite you to go on this journey with us for the next couple of weeks. Keep showing up. I know that God's going to speak to you and I know that we are going to learn an incredible amount of things that are going to help us enjoy the life that God came to give us. Amen. Let's pray before we jump into the message. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would have your perfect way in this message. I pray that you would speak through me, that your words would penetrate our mind, our heart, and our soul. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So I want to ask you guys today, how many of you are experiencing or have experienced burnout in your life? A lot of us (laughs) are like, woo! Some of you are like, yeah. Uh, Some of you maybe are in that season right now. Others of you maybe are like, I just enjoy like some good worship, I'm sipping on my latte, like I'm good, right? But the interesting thing is that burnout has a way of finding us. You know, I did some research as we were preparing for this series, and there's a professor from UC Berkeley called Christina M. Her last name's a little hard to pronounce, okay? But for the past 40 years, she has been doing extensive research on burnout. And she found that there are three components of burnout. And the first component of burnout is emotional exhaustion. It's when you are so stressed and you begin to put the weight of life, of your finances, of your family, on your shoulders until you get to a point that you are emotionally exhausted. The second component of burnout is cynicism. Wow, right, I know, it's like interesting, right? So. We were once so passionate about doing our jobs right, going the extra mile, but then we start to do the bare minimum. We become very cynical, very negative about life. And when you're in a stage of burnout, you have the ability to turn the most positive thing into something negative. You become apathetic, like, I don't really care what happens, what happens, happens. And that is a sign of burnout. The third component of burnout is blame, blaming yourself. Why am I not good enough? Why can't I do that? Why is it that I fail? And if it catches you on a bad day, you will begin to blame those around you for your burnout. And you will begin to say things like, well, it's their fault that I'm burned out. Well, if they wouldn't put so much pressure on me, I wouldn't be burned out. But we're not victims. We are responsible for ourselves. And I think it's so interesting that we so often fall into these seasons of burnout. And if we get to this place of zero capacity and exhaustion in our life, burnout is us pushing through another day, another week, another month, and another year. And the reason why a lot of us get burned out in life is because we are trying so hard to validate our lives. I'm gonna make my life count. I'm gonna stay busy. I'm gonna work extra hard. You know, when I ask people how they're doing, I usually get one of two responses. Either I'm really good or I'm so busy. Rarely, I don't think I've ever heard anybody tell me I'm bored in life, right? Unless it's my seven-year-old and I take her iPad away. And she's like, but I'm so bored. And I'm looking at all the dishes, you know, I'm like, we have dishes, you know. Um, but nobody says I'm bored because beneath the surface of our lives, we are trying to make our lives count. We want to be Validated. And so often, this is what causes the burnout in our lives. But in order for us to stop burning out and enjoy the life that God gave us, we need to make a shift. Say with me, a shift. So today, I am going to tell you how you can go from burnout to burning in passion, desire, where you feel rejuvenated again, where you get joy again. And the way that we are going to go from chaos to order, from peace to calmness, from apathy to excitement about life is going to be through the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, amen? But first, we have to understand how God created us. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24 it says, May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming Of our master Jesus Christ the one who called you is completely dependable if he said it he will do it so at this time I'm I'm gonna call my volunteers to come on up and I am going to demonstrate for you guys the way that we were created no order just the three of you up here awesome so The Bible tells us that God created us body, soul, and spirit, okay? So, George, you represent the body side of us, okay? The body side of you is, (laughs) okay, wow, guys, Um, he is, has a girlfriend, okay? Anyways, (laughs) so the body side of us is the flesh side of us, okay? Usually, The body side of us is the side, the part of us that doesn't really want to go with what God wants us to do, okay? We look for comfort, right? Your body usually is not the one that's going to want to come to church in the morning, wake up. Your body's like, nah, five more minutes, right? Your body is a part of you that looks for comfort, that does not maybe at times want to get very emotionally stable, physically stable, mentally stable. Your body always wants what is comfortable and then we have our soul which is jovan right so jovan you represent our soul and the part of our soul is our mind, our will and our emotions so our soul we need to be extra careful because our soul is the one that needs more maintenance in our lives okay so your soul is the one that when you listen to that crazy music that your body's jamming out to and the lyrics are just horrible for your soul that's the part that hurts right our soul is the one that grieves when we're watching things we're not supposed to when we're doing things that are not good for us your body may be enjoying that reality TV series. I know some of you guys are into love is blind. Be careful because it's blinding your soul, okay? No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, right? We watch things and our body's like, yes, give me the drama. And your soul is like, oh my God, why would you do this to me, right? And so often we don't understand why we're depressed, why we're going through things, but we do not know that what we put in our soul really makes a difference. Another part of our soul is our emotions, right? And a lot of us, the way that we were brought up is that we were not taught to deal with our emotions. Our parents did the best with what they knew how to do with what they were equipped. But a lot of us, we have to be intentional in the soul part of us because we are not dealing with our emotions correctly. We put things under the rug. We don't talk about things. And a lot of us say, well, it's because that's the way that I was brought up. And I understand you. But that's not an excuse any longer. We have to bring our emotions, submit them under God, because if we don't, we are damaging our soul. And then we have our spirit side of us, okay? So you, Damien, represent the spirit. We all have a spirit man. When we get saved, it is your spirit man Who gets saved? It's a done deal. You're going to heaven. It's your spirit man, right? And our spirit man is always the one that's nudging us to get to church, to get closer to God. Our spirit man is the most important part of our bodies. But so often, our spirit man is the one that we neglect the most, So we are so intentional in taking care of our body. What am am I going to eat after church? We're up for it. We don't go a day without eating, right? And even if you're fasting, you're already thinking about those potato chips, right? And then our spirit, we come to church, we feed it an hour, maybe, you know, 30 minutes here and there. But it is so dehydrated. Because we're not feeding it. So when hard things start to come into our life, guess what we do? We start acting, the flesh side of us starts popping out negativity, cynicism criticism. Nah, I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable. But if your spirit man was to be empowered and taken care of, then your spirit would be able to be the one that dictates how you deal with life, what you do, the decisions that you make. All right. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. So now that we have an understanding of the parts Of ourselves we need to make sure that we are taking care of our spirit man because our spirit man is what is going to help us from burning out your spirit man will start to nudge you when you are going off way too long at work and you need to get back home to your family the spirit man will say, hey, you need to get back to church. You need to serve. That is the part of you that you need to really invest. But how do we strengthen our spirit man? By the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives. And so often we talk about Jesus. You know, last week we celebrated Easter. We celebrated the resurrection But we do not talk about the gift that he gave us, which was his Holy Spirit. In John 16, 7, Jesus is telling his disciples before he's about to die. And he says, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper The comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. So we all have access to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, so often we do not tap into the help That he wants to give us and I want to explain to you guys and break it down because you know as Christians we believe in the Trinity and I know I grew up in church and I would listen to the Trinity and how is God three-in-one and so I want to break down for you the function of God in our lives so we have God the Father who is our provider so God provided God the Son, Jesus, to save us. And Jesus provided God the Holy Spirit to help us. And so often we neglect the Holy Spirit who is our helper. In the moment that you accept Jesus in your heart, You accept the Holy Spirit. He comes and he lives in your life making you holy, making you new again. That means that regardless of your past mistakes, that means that regardless of what you have done, the Holy Spirit is there to encourage you and to help you. You know, God's Spirit is closer to us than our own breath. Which means that in the darkest moments of your life, the Holy Spirit is there with you. You are never alone because his spirit lives on the inside of you. John 14, 16 through 17 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads you into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now. We need the help of the Holy Spirit in everything. And he wants to empower us in the hard things we face in our marriages, When we're struggling, when we're going through it, the Holy Spirit wants to help us. And all we have to do is, Holy Spirit, help me out because this man is driving me crazy. And the Holy Spirit's like, I got you, girl, you know. With our finances, we need help managing our finances. And we're breaking our head and we're trying to see what to do. And little do we come to a place and say, Holy Spirit, will you help me in this area? If you're a student in the room and you're having trouble at school, can I encourage you to call on the Holy Spirit to help you? If you're struggling with an addiction and you say, man, I don't think I could ever change this. Can I encourage you that the Holy Spirit wants to help you, if you're going through a divorce, through a separation, through heartbreak, and you're like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get out of this, can I encourage you to say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Will you help me? If there's some decisions that you need to make, instead of trying to do them in your own strength, in your own understanding, call the Holy Spirit, and he will help you make the best decision. When it comes to parenting, I don't know about you guys, but I'm calling the Holy Spirit every second because my kids are driving me crazy. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, help me out, right? Yesterday, um, Luca just decided to be, um, that it was a good idea to get everything from our coffee bar, all the Splendas and teas and everything, and just like dump them, you know? And I'm like, like, having to calm myself down, and I just, before I screamed and did my thing, I was like, Holy Spirit, please help me in this moment, you know? And I kid you not, like, I, I was a little bit calmer, you know? He still got in trouble, but it was from a different approach, but the Holy Spirit knows us so well. He knows what we need. He's, he lives in us, He will always guide us and lead us in all truth. And a lot of us are living without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that's why we are getting burnt out. Because we are not inviting him into those spaces and areas in our lives. And some of us, we do this, Holy Spirit, help me. And then you go up and call your friend, what do you think I should do with this? We don't even wait for him to speak we have to wait ask for help and sit and learn to be still in the presence of the holy spirit he will guide us into all truth you know a year ago i got to this place that i said i can't i can't anymore i can't be a good mom i can't be a good wife i can't be a good pastor I'm burning out. I was emotionally exhausted. I was being negative about everything. Like, I feel so bad for my husband because I had this ability to turn everything into a negative thing. I was putting the blame on other people for my mess-ups, my failure. Oh, well, it was their fault. Well, it's because of they would have. And I just got to this place that I was like, I cannot do this on my own. And I just had this moment where I was like with God and I was telling him my frustrations and I felt this gentle whisper, the Holy Spirit telling me, you have not called on me for help. And you know, it's crazy because I'm a pastor and I stand up here, but I also have my mess ups. And I have my failures and I have my moments where I go in my mind and I try to figure it out on my own. And sometimes, You just need that reminder. And I want to give you that same reminder to you today that the season that you are in, you cannot do it without the help of the Holy Spirit. And he wants to help you and empower you and give you what you need and show you what to do and guide you into all truth. And if you would just begin to turn to him, you wouldn't have to turn to everything else. A lot of us, we turn to dumb things in our life because we just want some relief of the stresses of life we turn to pornography we turn to gaming we turn to going out and getting drunk we turn to substance abuse we turn to crazy shows that have nothing good for us we turn to so many distractions to get some hope some help in that second But at the end of the day, you still have to come back and face the reality of life. And the Holy Spirit is like, I will help you. Not just will I help you, but I have what you need. Just ask me for it. So I want to encourage us today that the Holy Spirit wants to empower you for the things that you need help in. When we get the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, we can want to do something, but we won't do it. I can want to blow out and blow off at my kids, but something in me will stop me because I am empowered by the Holy Spirit, because I am feeding my spirit man, because I am in this relationship with God. And a lot of you have experienced that. You want to do, you want to quit, But the Holy Spirit's like, no, I'm not going to let you quit. You want to give up? And the Holy Spirit's like, no, it's not your time to give up. When we live with the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, there will be things that you will want to do. But because he is alive and he is real and he is able, he will not let you do it. So today, when you leave or as you go home or maybe this week you are going to be faced with something in your life you're gonna receive a phone call you're gonna get that news from the doctor you're gonna get that report from your teacher something will happen and i want to challenge you instead of going on reacting mode can you just take a step back and say holy spirit what do i do with this Holy Spirit, how do you want me to act? Holy Spirit, who do I spirit? Will you speak to me? Will you bring comfort? Will you bring peace? And if we start living our lives, bringing the Holy Spirit into every part of our life, the decisions we make will be clear. The steps that we take will be ordered by him. But so often our burnout is happening because we are doing everything except going to Him for what we need. And the thing is that we all need help. We all need some type of support in our life. You know, um, at Connect Group this past week, our icebreaker game was, what do you need help or support in? (laughs) And I was like, where do I start, you know? And everybody went around sharing theirs. And it's like, I need help with this. I need support with that. And I thought to myself, it's so crazy that the help and the support that we need is found in the Holy Spirit. And it's almost often the very person we go to in our lives. If you need help to forgive, the Holy Spirit will help you. If you need help to let go of your past so that you're able to enjoy the new things, God, has for you, the Holy Spirit will help you. If you need help to budget, if you need help to live in purity, if you need help to stop the addiction, if you need help to parent your kids, if you need help to enjoy your single life, if you need help to show up on time, if you need help to be responsible, the Holy Spirit will help you. But so often, it's in our mentality, oh, I can't. I can't work out Beatrice I I just it's not in me I can't take care of myself Beatrice right now it's just too crazy you don't understand I can't I can't and I can't and the Holy Spirit is like can you stop limiting my power at work in your life can you stop limiting what I want to do in you and through you because my Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me And here we are putting a cap and a limit on the power of the Holy Spirit. And I want to invite you to change your I can't to I will. To change your mentality. In my own strength, I can. In my weakness, he is made strong. In my own strength, I will never be able to do that. But thank you, Holy Spirit, that you give me the strength that I need. We all need help. And we're burning out because we are looking left and right for the help, doing things in our own strength. And the Holy Spirit is like, hey, I'm here to help you deal with your loss. I'm here to help you deal with your pain. I'm here to help you deal with your kids. I'm here to help you deal with your parents. The Holy Spirit is here. Romans eight twenty six says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groaning that cannot be expressed in words. I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of weaknesses, okay? And I'm gonna let you into one of my weaknesses. One of my weaknesses is that I easily get offended with my husband, okay? If he tells me something, it's like an offense to me. Like, I don't take it well. I'm not, like, a good receiver of criticism, you know. And I had to take this up to my therapist, and she's like, Beatrice, if Sergio tells you something, it's because he wants to make you better. And I'm like, I know, but it's just, I don't like it, you know. So anyways, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, um, my husband was, you know, here late and usually he comes home and he's the one that makes dinner I take care of the snacks okay I make healthy snacks like fruit but anyways uh, that night it was like seven or something and I'm like man I know he's gonna come home starving so I just had this brilliant idea I looked at my fridge and I was like My gosh, I have tortillas, the low carb ones, okay? Um, I was like, I have salsa and I have some avocado and some really great cheese. So I call my husband up and I was so pumped about this. I was like, hey, honey. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, hey, I got dinner for you tonight, and he's like, oh, no, don't worry, like, I'll I'll make something when I get there, and I was like, no, 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 like, I have this, like, chicken from Costco, like, this rotisserie, like, guys, I was excited, he later told me that he knew I was so excited that he's like, okay, I'll just let her do her thing, you know, but I was so pumped, and that day, you know, usually the quesadillas I make, it's one tortilla, and I fold it, And this night, I was like, you get two tortillas, okay? And so I was like, pumped. I, you know, put the thing and I start putting, you know, the avocado, the salsa, the chicken, and it was awesome. So he walks in the house and I'm like, excited. I'm like, oh, here's your quesadilla. You know, I even cut it for him, nice and neat and everything. He takes the first bite and he's like, you know, he opens it up and I was like, what is he looking for? You know, and he's like, Did you put chicken on this? I got so offended, guys. I was like, I cannot believe it. Like, what do you mean? I was like, Next time you want to tell me something, you sandwich it up, you tell me something nice, and then you tell me what I messed up, and then you end with an affirmation. Like, I was so upset. And he pulls out the little strand of chicken. He's like, This is all the chicken that you put. And I was like, oh, maybe I got distracted. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but I was like so offended. And I was upset at myself because I made this whole thing. And my kids were there. And they were watching me. And they were probably like, really? for I guess be, Yeah, like you're going to do all of that? And that literally, guys, I'm not kidding. That night, I was like, Holy Spirit, help me. Because I don't want to be a person that's easily offended especially if it comes from my husband it's usually because he wants to help me grow the moral of this whole quesadilla story is to let you know that god cares about the little things but also about the things in your life. The Holy Spirit wants to help you in your everyday life but also in the big decisions of your life and the next move and the next transition and how to handle your finances in your marriage and your parenting. He wants to help you with everything. And I want to invite you today to say, Holy Spirit, I need your help. I need your direction. I need your affirmation. Holy Spirit, not my will be done, but your will be done. Because you see what I don't see. You know what I don't know. Why is it that this is happening? I don't understand. But Holy Spirit, you do. And if we would begin to live our lives that way, we would feel the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in everything that we do. Romans eight sixteen says, his spirit joins with our spirit. So if we are investing in our spirit now, the part of us that we often neglect, the part of us that we rarely feed, If we would begin and say, man, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to go to God. I'm going to seek Him. Imagine the power at work in your life when your spirit, man, is so full of God. And then the spirit comes and joins you. And you would be unstoppable and not in your own strength type of way but through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. And today, He might be speaking a truth to you. Maybe it's that you're not taking care of your soul. The way you're dealing with your emotions is not the best. Maybe you are in a place where you are overwhelmed stressed out and so you're just doing whatever your body wants you to do whatever your flesh says to do i think the holy spirit today is saying hey will you take care of your spirit the holy spirit may be speaking to you today and saying stop trying to control your life and give me the control He might be saying to you today, stop playing so many video games because you're missing out on moments with your family. Stop trying to go to video games so that you don't have to face the reality of life and spend time with me. Maybe the Holy Spirit wants to tell you today, don't get into more debt because you're going to be more stressed out start budgeting start tithing start serving start forgiving it's time to go to counseling sometimes he nudges us to do or to say things and the first part of you that will be so uncomfortable is your flesh so if that happens to you this week can I encourage you that's the first sign that you need to do it if God is calling you to do something and it is uncomfortable can I encourage you to say, Holy Spirit, help me to do this. Because we're not listening to the Holy Spirit and asking Him for help. We are on the verge of burning out. But it's through the Holy Spirit that we will become so familiar with how He works in our lives, with when He's speaking to us. We will feel empowered to live the life that God has for you and for me. And I love this verse Romans 6:10. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The same spirit who had the power to raise Jesus from the dead is the spirit that you and I have the privilege and honor of welcoming into our lives every single day. So the moment that you put a cap, the moment that you say I can never, the moment that you start feeling emotionally exhausted, negative about everything, blaming everyone and everything, can I encourage you to invite the Holy Spirit and He will help you. He will empower you. He will give you what you, You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you, to change, to heal, to let go, to forgive, to step into the new things that He wants to do in your life, amen? Can we stand for a couple of seconds as we have this moment between you and God? And I wanna ask you to close your eyes, Can you stretch out your hands and can you repeat after me, Holy Spirit, help me. I need your help. We're just going to have a couple of moments between you and him. So often when we do, we ask for help and we go on to the next thing. So right now, he's going to speak to you. He's going to comfort you. He's going to heal you. Have your way, Holy Spirit. feel there's someone in this room, you carry the weight of messing up, you carry it on your shoulders, you feel horrible, you wish you would have never done that. You've repented. You've been accepted again. And the Holy Spirit wants to tell you that you are forgiven. That that mistake is in your past. It no longer has to define your future. And today He will give you the power to forgive yourself and to let go because he has new things for you. He has good things for you. And he says, stop limiting what I want to do through your life. So today, Holy Spirit, we receive your help, your comfort, your healing. Fill us up with your presence from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, can we give it up for Jesus today? He loves you. He's for you. This week, I just want to remind you, when whatever happens, unexpected thing happens, it comes your way. Instead of reacting, you pause and you say, Holy Spirit, help me. Amen? Love you guys. See you next Sunday. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.